0: Welcome to this God-inspired message from Shofar Christian Church. Enjoy today's message. May you experience the presence of our Father and may you grow deeper in your relationship with Him. I've
1: got a privilege to have Andre Ferreira here with us from Joburg, from the Joburg congregations, and uh, I was saying this morning that Andre works the hardest of all the people there, and it's not a joke, I think, I really believe this is the case, but, <laughs> but no, it's such a blessing to have you here, Andre's going to tell us a little bit about his family, and um, he is, he's been in the show for Pretorio since early days. What year did you join, Andre? 2004? Okay, on, yeah. So, uh, Brahman and myself and Erna, we were in a mission team. It wasn't just the three of us, but we were part of the team. That came in 2003 when Pastor Ross was just planting the church. And Andre joined in 2004. So, yeah, it's close, as close as it gets to the beginning. So, hallelujah. Yeah, Andre, come up. Yeah, just give him a hand. I to pray Thanks for being here. Thanks for... Taking the time out, we are just going to pray for you. Father, we thank you for André, the blessing that he is, and we thank you for the gift that you have put in him, Lord, and we receive him as a gift from you, Lord. Thank you for his faithfulness, and we, we just, yeah, we pray that you'd bless him tonight, that you'd bless his family, and we thank you for the fullness of what you want to do in and through his life to be made manifest here to your glory, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome. Thank you,
0: <laughs> yeah, my dad is with me, uh, they're visiting from Artembos. oh, thanks. Um, so yeah, as Jacques said, my name is Andre Ferreira, uh, and I've got a picture there of my family, say, that's and my wife, we've been married for 17 years now, um, we met in Pretoria, and uh, my three kids, um, so yeah. I must just say, I've got, I've, like Yaku said, I've been saved in for Pretoria when Ross planted the church, um, been involved in Pretoria for a long time, um, before we moved around, so I was here till 2015. Um, really love it. Um, I'm going to share a bit about my testimony to start off with, so... I was in the army, and I was in Kimberley, moved to Pretoria, and I met my wife. She was studying through the army nursing. We stayed in the same hostel, and uh, I was a bit wild at the stage. And she said to me, listen, yeah, she just got saved like a couple of months before that in show for Pretoria. And she said, listen, I'm not going to sleep with you, and I'm not dating anybody that doesn't go to church. So to impress her, I said, well, I'm going to church with you, obviously. I'm not scared of church. And, um, yeah, first time I walked in, um, I took two of my rugby buddies with, big guys. And it was a Sunday afternoon in April, and the church was still in a small theater in Sunnyside. Uh, Yeah, and it was hot. And we went there suited, tied, tied. trying not to swear, standing there still smoking around the corner. And if you met my wife, you would love her. See, she's just loving, kind, caring. Everybody likes her. So obviously the church was planted by a bunch of Air Force engineers mostly. Um, so when I rocked up on the scene, the guys weren't at pre- impressed at all. So my first experience at church was a bit... The evil eye, you know, everybody just gave me that look because nobody wanted me close to Mezin. Um But yeah, me and my rugby buddies were there, and as we walked in, there was a bar on the left, and behind the bar, there were this picture of two angels with a beer cheersing each other, and we still joked, yeah, 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 no, we can maybe stay in this church. It looks like a decent place. And um, walked through into the main hall. And during that time, they had a theme, and we couldn't adjust the decor or whatever. So it was like little witches cut out on brooms against the, <laughs> against the wall. So it was really weird, my first time in Chofo. Um, and then the, the stage at the back looked like a black hole. They designed it like that. So it was really weird. Okay my first time in Shofar, but fortunately God had a plan and the church grew and we moved venues um, soon after. Um, About the fourth time I went, my buddies after that first time, oh, and my wife is short. So, couldn't see, there weren't a big stage or high stage, so they couldn't see the words or anything. So, she and all her friends, we were obviously sitting in the back row, me and my buddies, close to the door. And while the worship was on, they were on the chairs so that they can see the words. Now their hands is in the air and they're praying in tongues, and we were freaked out. Um, so that was my first service. But anyway, about the fourth service, my buddies didn't go again. Yeah, the pastor made the altar call, and my heart was racing, and I knew God is speaking to me. He's calling me now, and I said, "No way. There's no way I'm going forward in this church." And I left, And uh, that whole week, I was like, Ugh, I don't know what that was, but I'm in control. I'm not scared of church. And I'm impressing me, so I'll go again. And, yeah, I think the pastor just started with the altar call, just giving the opportunity. And I was in the front. Didn't plan it, but that's how I got saved. And uh, very thankful for that. Um, and then... About three months later, we had a relationship camp. A said, we're going. And I was still impressing her, so I'm going to the relationship camp. And um, yeah, Anton and Christel facilitated. And yeah, they spoke about the Holy Spirit and gave an opportunity just for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And uh, I said, okay, I'm saved and... I see the truth, but I said, okay, God, I'm going to accept your Holy Spirit, but no funny things. Like, I'm not falling over, I'm not praying in tongues. I want your Holy Spirit, but as long as it stays in this box, that's my rules for accepting the Holy Spirit. And I'm sharing this because a couple of months later, I had to repent. Um, it doesn't work if you put God in a box. Because when you surrender your life, when you, you accept Jesus as your Savior, you said, I surrender my life, and I'm going to follow God. I'm going to do His will above my own. And looking back, yes, I was arrogant and silly. I mean, myself telling the Holy Spirit, you can only operate in a box and I'm still in control, that is not surrendering to God, that is not following God, that is me staying in control, so, but God is gracious, and I repent it, and around that as well, so that's my testimony, I'm going to preach around that as well, so let us pray. Father, we just thank you tonight that we can sit here, Father, that you have called us by name, that you want to speak to us tonight, that you have us on your heart, that you want to lead us, you want to guide us. Thank you, Father, that you're not a God that's far away, you're here, right here. Your Holy Spirit is right here. And you want to share with us tonight what is on your heart. We're excited, God, to hear what is on your heart. We love you and we want to follow you, Father. So we just say we surrender all our ideas and plans. Come and have your way, Father. Come and change us according to your will tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. So I'm going to start off with a question. And it's a simple question, but it is an incredibly important question. And the question is, do you know God? Or do you know about God? Just for yourself, just answer that question quickly. And it, it's... Massively important. So be honest with yourself. Do you know God? Or do you only know about God? The word says, my sheep hear my voice. Do you speak to God? Does he speak to you? That's what relationship is. Do you know God? John 3.16 for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, perish, but have eternal life. John fourteen fifteen to 17 If you love Me, you will keep My commandments, and I will ask the Father, and He will give you another Helper to be with you forever. Even the Spirit of Truth. Whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. You know Him, for He dwells with you and will be in you. That's the gospel. That is why we are here. Because I'm going to put it in my terms, the way I understand it. Please go and read your entire Bible to check it. Um, But basically, God created Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. And it says clearly, He dwelt with them daily. He spoke with them. They spoke with Him. That's how God created us, to have relationship with us. That has always been God's intent. Adam and Eve sinned. They were cast out of Eden a while later, God gave just 10 rules, 10 commandments. "I really love you. Will you please just do these 10 things? Not even more. Just just do that." We couldn't. Humankind couldn't do it. Uh, a while later, God, "Yes, I really love these children, these people. I want to have relationship. I've created each and every one of them to have creation to have relationship with me. So, I'm going to give my son, who's in heaven, who's part God, who came down as a baby, had his diapers changed. What God (laughs) allows that, to be humiliated and taken care of like that, because he loves you, because he loves me, because he loves us. He was willing to go through that. And Jesus died... On the cross for our sins, so that Jesus say, states it clearly I've come to restore you to the Father. I've come so that you can have a relationship again with God. That is why Jesus came. Then Jesus was crucified and into heaven, but before he went, he said, listen, I'm going to ask the Father, and he's going to send you a helper, the Holy Spirit. Now, if Jesus say you need help, you need help, right? Amen? Okay. So, the Holy Spirit is a helper. Jesus say we need help. Why do we need help? To have a relationship with the Father. You, You cannot follow God. You can't have yeah, you can't be with God without the Holy Spirit. You need it. If God says so, it's like that. Okay, so you need the Holy Spirit. Now, we were all created. God created us in our mother's wombs for his purpose, to have a relationship with him, to be part of his kingdom. He didn't create us, he didn't give us. Jesus didn't die for us. He didn't give us the Holy Spirit to make us happy. For our contentment. He did it so that we can have a relationship with Him. So that we can have a relationship with God. And that's important to note. So, what is interesting is, every time I preach, um, all my sermons tend to be around one or two things. And it's the big picture. It's the gospel. Who's God? And I get so excited when God speaks to me and it's something else, you know? And so God said, I'm going to speak about surrendering tonight. And yes, as I was preparing again, God just said, big picture, make sure everybody sees me. And it's so beautiful for me, actually. Like, Everything you hear, everything you read, everything you know must fit into the gospel, must fit into who God is. So, tonight we're going to talk about surrender. And I'm going to share a little bit about my year so far. So, um, as you saw on the picture there, can we maybe put out that picture again? Um, my son Azalia in the forefront... He drowned six years ago, and he was dead for two and a half hours. And God resurrected him. Um, But he has some brain damage and some lung conditions and so on. So this year, he's on a lot of medication and stuff. But this year has been a little bit rough. (laughs) Understatement. Um, Just with some seizures that the medicine doesn't work. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity for stress. There's a lot of opportunity for worry. There's a lot of opportunity for fear. And we experience that. So uh, um, it's an ongoing journey um, with God. And tonight I'm going to talk about that stress and worry and fear, and not of a place of I know everything, but God has been dealing with us, in this, and God wants me to share about it tonight. So, um, yeah, this year has been really rough. Obviously, a lot of finances and stuff, but God has been providing for six years. And there's no way I can make a budget work. Uh, Monthly, it doesn't happen. But for six years, God provides. And we know He's a provider. Um, And... God spoke a lot to us in the beginning of the year about control. Now, for myself and my wife, my strength, I'm a planner. I like to strategize. I like to organize. So uh, I've got plan A, B, C, and contingency for the contingencies, contingencies. Okay. But oftentimes, or always, your strength is also your weakness because you can rely too much on your strength and not on God. So God spoke a lot about control and us letting go of control, making backup plans. And I realized that that causes, caused a lot of stress and worry in our lives because we plan and have backup plans. We're actually, God is just asking us to follow Him. God will lead us every step of the way Without me having to make the plans and worry about it and stress about it, I can actually just trust God and just step back and surrender. Sounds very easy, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, about a, three weeks ago, we went down to the pastor summit uh, with Yaku and Philip, and uh, one of the speakers just shared about how simple it is to be God's child. And what he spoke about was just simply God saying, shh, follow me. Just shh, all your worries, all your stress, all your planning, just shh, just follow me. God will lead you, God will take care of you, God is your strength. Um, yes, you must have faith and blah, blah, blah. not saying it lightly. But God gives you the Holy Spirit even to help you to have that, to help you to surrender, to help you. You can't do it on your own. That's amazing. Like, God knows you, you can do nothing without Him. He created you. You need God. That's how He created you. If you don't have God, then you will never be whole. You will never be able to do it because you weren't created to do it without God, without community. That's what God says in His Word. That's how He created you, and that's what you need. So, I had, God just gave, gave me this vision of a black fighter jet, Um, got a picture there for fighter jet, Um, but God sees us as fighter jets, and he wants to launch us, and when you're a pilot in a fighter jet, you know, you're going at mach, I don't know, I'm not a pilot, but fast, okay, you don't hear all the noise outside, you have your headset on, And you're focused on where God is going with you. And you're hearing God's voice. But God is saying that so often we want to stay on the tarmac. And on the tarmac is us as jets. And we get full of dust. And there's birds sitting on top of us. And we're covered in bird poo. And God is like, I want to take you. Follow me. Come with me. Let me take you and launch you and then you fly with me but so often we're so busy here on the tarmac with what we want to do no we must plan this and sort this out and stress about this and worry about this and what about this i can't just go you know i can't just surrender i can't just release i must sort this out and yeah, in this picture also just, I saw like God standing there and he's going like, what the heck? You know, I want to carry you. I want to help you. I want to be your strength. I want to take you. What are you busy with? And we busy with this stuff, asking God, help me. God, I need your guidance in this. And God's going... What are you busy with? You're not supposed to stress about that. You're not supposed to worry about that. You're supposed to be with me. Just surrender that stuff. And God is inviting us tonight just to throw off our burdens. You know, God's yoke is easy and His burden is light because He carries your worries. He fights for you. He provides for you. He is your strength. So whatever we are worrying about, stressing about, having fear about, it's not a. we need to surrender to God. And God is saying tonight, it's not a battle. It's not a process. It's God wants to come and do it. Just surrender. Just choose to throw that stuff off and to follow God. So God, as I said, is our provider. He is our Father. He is our strength. He cares for us. He loves us more than we can love ourselves. He loves our children, our family, more than we love them, more than we can ever love them. So we can trust God. And I want to... Just give your opportunity just to close your eyes. Just leave the person next to you, leave their hand, even if you're just engaged. You're not holding hands, but <laughs> just leave the person next to you. And just, you and God, close your eyes. Just speak to God. Just surrender the things that you're worrying about, that you're stressing about that you're fearful about, that you're trying to plan, just surrender it to God and allow Him to carry that for you. And I want to, while you're sitting with your eyes closed, I want to give an opportunity. Maybe you are here tonight and you haven't surrendered your life to God. Jesus came and died for you so that you can have a relationship with God. Maybe you just need to surrender your life and you want to surrender your life to God. I would love to pray with you. I'm not going to call you forward. If there's somebody like that, just quickly show me with your hand while everybody's eyes are closed. then also maybe you're in a space where you haven't asked the Holy Spirit to live inside of you, to lead and guide you. Maybe you have done it like I've done it and said, okay, Holy Spirit, come, but here's my conditions. And maybe you just want to surrender again to be led by the holy spirit if that's you just quickly show me with your hand while everybody's eyes are closed okay thank you i'm gonna pray with you now awesome you know just firstly start out by just asking god the holy spirit just come in and i surrender to you completely holy spirit Father, thank you that you are the Father who gives good gifts. Thank you that you give these two guys your Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you lead and guide and will help them for the rest of their lives, Father, to have a relationship with God the Father. Amen. And then... Okay, you can chat, you can pray again with God and talk to God tonight. Um, But what I want us to quickly do is I want you just to speak, just to share with somebody else what you've just surrendered to God. So just uh, sit next to somebody and just share with them one or two things that you just surrendered, and then pray for each other. means you maybe i have to get up and move to somebody